sense. You want me to wake you when something makes sense? You'll sleep through the whole war. You ever hear of Crabapple Cove? Is that in the hygiene lecture? I'm here to pick up a body. Uh, who do I see? I believe Corporal Klinger can assist you in this undertaking. Far be it for me to tell you how to run your command, sir. Very far be it. I'm donating my shoulder to the wheel, my nose to the grindstone, and my ear to the ground, but I only have eyes for you. I couldn't court-martial a dead man for breaking every smirk in your face. Hey, MASH fans! Time for another episode of the MASH 4077 podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and joining me once again are Al. Hi there. How are you? I missed ya. No, I didn't. Bye. <laughs> and Simon. A gentleman. Today we're discussing Season 4, Episode 5, The Late Captain Pierce. It's the 77th episode overall, directed by Alan Alda, written by Glenn Charles and Les Charles, Originally aired on October 3rd, 1975, and the production code is G507. Sir, Captain Honeycutt, sir. Sir. Clinger? Yes, sir. We should shave your arms. You got a phone call, sir, from the state. Huh? Oh. 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 No what? No, sir. Captain Pierce's father. Pierce's father calling me? That's what he said, sir. That makes sense. You want me to wake you when something makes sense? You'll sleep through the whole war. That'd be awful. Where's Radar? Colonel gave him a few days in Seoul. He was flipping out a little. He started to put carbon paper in the latrines. Okay. Okay. In a minute. Phone call. Tell the warden it's too late. They just pulled the switch. Your father. My dad? Yeah. On the phone? Yes, sir. What time is it? Two o'clock. No, there. What? What is it there now? Oh, it's 18 hours earlier. I never know. Either it's yesterday afternoon or a week from next Tuesday. It's uh, 8 o'clock last night. He wouldn't call unless it was important. My father, a swarm of locusts in the bathroom, would only rate a postcard. Come on. Well, it seems that Hawkeye is devastated when he learns that the army has declared him to be dead and has notified his father back in Maine. Making things worse is a corpsman named Digger who's hovering around, waiting for a dead body he can bring back with him before he gets in trouble for losing another body. And Hawk cannot call home because of a security ban on outgoing phone calls. Frustrated, Hawkeye decides to leave the army and declares himself dead, joining Digger aboard his bus for the last roundup. I'm looking for uh, Captain Pierce. You got him. You can't be Pierce. You mean somebody pasted my face in this mirror? Something's wrong, boy, really wrong. Well, no war is perfect. You're not dead. Don't jump to conclusions. I have a very good tailor. You're supposed to be dead, sir. Honest. Pierce, Benjamin Franklin, Captain. 
This is a debt certificate. Just a copy, sir. They send the original back to the next of kin. Who would have been notified by now by telegram? Army's very good about that. No wonder my father didn't ask for me. He thinks I'm dead. Well, so's the Army, sir. If you're alive, I'm in big trouble. You're in trouble? Three days ago, a body fell out of my bus onto the road. Last week, I came up another two bodies short. If I blow this one, they'll take me off morgue detail and put me on something worse. What could be worse? I don't let myself think about it. Yeah, well, uh, listen, uh, Lieutenant... Uh... Detmuller, call me Digger. No, I hate to inconvenience you, Digger, I really do, but I happen to be alive. Born that way, you know. Yeah. What time is it back home? Oh, uh, it's... Forget uh... it, never mind, I gotta make a phone call. Sir, if uh, I don't bring a body to the morgue, they'll have my butt. Better yours than mine. Uh, this is a surgical hospital. You must have some extra bodies. Just one to spare? We try very hard to avoid that situation. Where's the best place to look for casualties? Try the mess tent. Ash eaters are your best bet. Uh, guest stars in this episode. Richard Mesa as... Uh, Lieutenant Digger Detweiler. Uh, let's not beat around the bush, uh, and I don't mean Al's ridiculous beard. Uh, <laughs> Richard Mazur <laughs> was in the classic John Carpenter film, The Thing. Doesn't get much better than that. Not at all. That's a very, wonderful, very wonderful true. film. Yes. And we have Sherry Steffens. She plays Nurse Abel. This was Sherry's only acting credit. And Kelly Nakahara returns as Lieutenant Kelly Yamoto. And Eldon Quick returns as the irritating Captain Pratt. And, of course, we have the lovely Odessa Cleveland as Nurse Ginger Bayless. And Jeff Maxwell plays Igor Straminsky. I'm sorry I've missed your early morning hernia farm, Frank, but I personally, myself, have been dead. We're all a little tired, Hawkeye. Not dead tired, Colonel. Dead dead, as in doornail. My corpus has been declared delecti. There it is, folks. My ticket to the last roundup. My boarding pass with the Stygian Ferry. Corporal! Boy, they are pips. Sir. There's been some sort of clerical error down the line. Captain Pierce here has been listed as dead. Oh, that explains... The phone call, yeah. yeah. They notified my father. Get on the stick, Corporal. Get word to his father. Dig into the paperwork. Let's clear this up on the double. Yes, sir. Sir, if it'll help, I'll take his place. Just give me some sandwiches and drill a few holes in the coffin. Out. Yes, sir. All right, Al, you want to start us off with your thoughts on this episode? Absolutely not. Oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a horrible episode, but, you know, not one that I I truly enjoy very much. I mean, it, it's okay. I, I don't know how else to put it. it it's, just, it's just okay. I thought that, that Hawkeye kind of acted a little bit like a punk, you know? I mean mm. – Okay, he's been in the army how long now? And he's seen how many things. So he knows that things move slowly in the army. He knows that things go snafu and mm-hmm. foobar and all other kinds of acronyms in the army. Why would he expect being resurrected from the dead would be any different? I mean, why? Why? I, I, I cannot, you know, and this is actually true. I've, I've actually seen this happen, not in the army, but, you know, in my previous uh, job at the university, mm-hmm. I actually, I've seen people being declared dead when they weren't. By the mil- by the uh, by the government, it just mm-hmm. happens, yeah. And it's just some things you got to get over. I-, I just thought he acted, you know, kind of <laughs> like a brat. That's no, all. I mean, I, I, to me, it was harder. I understood where he's coming from. His father thinks he's dead. Yeah, that would devastate me. 
Uh, the other parts of it I didn't really care about. It was the fact that mm-hmm. his father and his loved ones thought he was dead. Yeah. That that I mean that I can justify why he was being the way he was because that would I would probably be the same way if I couldn't get to my father and I couldn't tell him that I was yeah. alive and you know so I understand why he was that way but you know I get your point as well. Yeah. I mean is I whereas I do understand the motivation behind his character acting the way I just found it a little unhawkeye like maybe is the word I'm looking for, especially, you know, towards the end when he refuses at first to help everybody with the wounded. You can't go home. I have to. The army says I'm dead. I can't disobey. I'm afraid you're going to have to. Wounded. Klinger says a lot. I don't care. I really don't. He'll keep coming whether I'm here or not. Trapper went home, they're still coming. Henry got killed and they're still coming. Wherever they come from, they'll never run out. You serious? Dead serious. He's like, no, I'm dead. I'm getting on the bus. Forget you guys. I mean, eventually he does come around. You know, and, he, yeah, he does. But I, I just didn't like – I did not like that. I didn't. It wasn't like Hawkeye for me. Yeah. 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 How about you, Meds? Uh, yeah. I, 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 yeah. I disagree with what you said. <laughs> and that's fine. You can disagree with me. Yeah, no, You're wrong. I, but... I, 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 the thing is I, I, I agree with you about – what, what you feel about the episode, but I kind of disagree with you about Hawkeye's reaction because mm-hmm. I, I find it in, just crazy that uh, oh crazy that was almost Christopher Walken. Isn't it? <laughs> I'm just crazy. I, I, oh yeah, just crazy. <laughs> I, I just find it amazing that uh, something like that can happen when they're, they're, they're there, they're being paid, you know, and you can't phone through to somebody to let them know that. You're not dead. And also the, the ridiculousness more than anything, which is, is probably the reason why Hawke behaves as he does, is because of Pratt, the way that he's just really, he's fairly useless. I mean, he's been useless in every episode that he turns up in. I mean, I can't stand paper shufflers anyway. I can't stand these kind of people who, do, you know, you have to form fill out form 5B2657, <laughs> paragraph 6. It's ridiculous, and, uh, yeah. And all yeah. that. And, you know, I, I, I hate people like that anyway. And, and I, I would probably be really just as, annoyed and frustrated as what he was and and that bit i actually quite like of the episode i was finally able to get through to hq hawkeye and they were kind enough to send captain pratt here well we've given your matter a good look-see pierce excuse me please what has happened is that some clerk down the line has obviously switched your name with that of a deceased patient on a certificate of death it uh, happens all the time <laughs> And has the real dead man's family been notified? Uh, they will be. Uh, in your case, we'll submit to Quartermaster a request to rescind the certificate of death on DA Form 10 Stroke 249 in triplicate, accompanied by an SF 88 Stroke 1107 signed by three officers of equal or high rank, followed by a personal written report on Form 63 Stroke EBY by a ranking officer who actually saw the deceased not die uh, in triplicate. What does all this come to when you boil it down? That is boiled down. This could take weeks, stroke months. He could be dead by the time you make him alive. 
We'll do the best we can, Colonel. Meanwhile, no mail, no money, and my own personal undertaker out there with his hearse double parked. Well, you are, Doctor. I am afraid what George Orwell described in 1984 as an unperson. <laughs> an unperson? Now I'm an unperson. Do you know that right now my poor father, not realizing I'm undead, is at this minute mourning his unsun? Well, I don't know any other way out of it. Oh, you don't, huh? He just rattles around in that empty house, gives my things away to the Salvation Army, and ages a couple of years where every day he thinks I've shaken off this khaki coil. Well, I know another way out of it. Pierce, where are you going? Excuse me, Colonel, I'm late for an early grave. Um, but the, the rest of it is, it's a bit of a... A bit of a no-show thing, really. A, a nice bit at the end where, of course, Hawk does get food to his father and he's talking to him, and then, of course, it just cuts off as he's yeah. halfway through the conversation and he just looks and, oh, there you go, and, that, and that's the way it is. So, yeah, it's a bit, you know, it's a bit hit and miss, this one. But, hey, at the end of the day, we've had a, a good run of really good episodes. You know, somewhere along the line, you're going to have a little bit of a falter in an episode, and unfortunately, yeah. this, this is it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I relate this one to the one previous that we reviewed. It's mm. it's it's a good episode, but not great. It's not as good as the previous three that we had seen. Uh, I enjoyed it. I liked the character of Digger. He was kind of I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I did enjoy that aspect of it. So so you 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 dig. Digger. I dig, I dig Digger. See, I'm not dig as digger. witty as you. I would have said that initially. Oh, phew. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, a, it was a good episode. Uh, not great, you know. I mean, I love that they threw a wake for Hawkeye. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. What a good party! Mm. I only wish I were here to see it. I sure am going to miss you, Hawkeye. We all will, honey. We all will. <laughs> I'm donating my shoulder to the wheel, my nose to the grindstone, and my ear to the ground, but I only have eyes for you. Um, you know, and him being at his own wake, and, um, yeah, I mean, it just, there's not really much to say about it. It was just, it was a decent episode. It's not one I can watch over and over again, but uh, still not, it's not horrible. It's not horrible no. some of these episodes that we've talked about no. previously, so. Hey, did that wake remind you guys of the original movie at all? Yes, yes it did. It did. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 I thought that was. I, I don't know if it was intentional or whatever. Let's let's just call it intentional, <laughs> an intentional tribute. That's cool. Yeah. Hey, Whitehead, we gotta have a wake. What kind of a friend would I be to let you pass away without a party? That's sick. No, he's right. I think I would have wanted it that way. As soon as I get off duty, I'll take care of everything. Put me down for half. No, no, this wake's on me. See you where to awake, Captain. I thought of in lieu of you not being able to get through long distance, you could maybe send your father out a telegram through another unit. You do that, Clinger, and you'll have free nose jobs the rest of your life. Shoot. Dear Dad, I am not dead. Stop. Hope you are the same. Stop. Thinking of selling my clubs? Stop. Spending my insurance money? Stop. That's poetry. We'll call soonest. Please don't worry. Sign it, love. You're nowhere near late, son, Hawkeye. Terrific. I hate to think what my dad's going through. Come on, cheer up. We're going to a funeral. All right, cool. So let's go ahead and move on to some behind the scenes. I will start us off. This was the first script sold by writers Glenn Charles and Les Charles, who went on to produce and write for several sitcoms before co-creating Cheers. Hmm, very cool. 
Although listed in the opening credits, neither Loretta Swit, who plays Margaret, nor Gary Berghoff, who plays Radar, appear in this episode. It's weird not having an episode with uh, Radar. Yeah, yeah. He's in everything, it seems like. Um, I called BS on this next one. Um, this is the only... Uh, this is one of the only times following the departure of Wayne Rogers and McLean Stevens from the series that their characters are refer- referenced. I don't think that's true, because the episode where BJ and Klinger get in drunk because uh, Klinger thinks that everyone expects him to be Radar, and BJ oh, is yeah. saying that um, he's no Trapper, Trapper uh, John. Oh, right. very cool, yeah. yeah. Like I said, I just go online and find these tidbits. So. <laughs> and you know, if it's on the internet, it's it true. Must be true. Yeah, it must that's be right. true, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> that's a good call, Mez, I agree. I think that's probably a little erroneous. Uh, in this episode, Hawkeye indicates that Crabapple Cove is his family's summer resident, not their permanent home. Wow. Well, yeah. it's their summer residents, but also their winter residents and their fall <laughs> residents. <laughs> the, uh, the bus driver's nickname was Digger, and Digger was also the nickname of the mortician in the radio and TV show The Life of Riley. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, Captain Pratt quotes George Orwell's 1949 novel 1984 and says that Hawkeye is a unperson. Hmm. Very cool. The beer cans being passed around during Hawkeye's eulogy are extruded aluminum cans. The dimple on the bottom can be seen. This type of can was not generally used until the 1970s. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, interesting stuff. Cool. <laughs> Next. Hi, Frank. Name and serial number. Oh, come on, Frank. We do this by the book or we don't do this at all. Let me cut. BJ, Captain, 3972-99966. You smudged my pay sheet. Sorry. You're not sorry. That was a vicious, deliberate smudge. I'll go stand in a corner of Korea. Next. Frank. Name and serial number. Pierce, Benjamin Franklin, Captain, three. I was one of the first in. Real cutie pie, aren't you? Well. Pierce, huh? Pierce, 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 Pierce. Don't you think accepting money somehow cheapens the war? Come on, Frank, lay it on me. Sorry, fella, you've been redlined. What? You're deceased. You're off the payroll. <laughs> That's not funny, Frank. Well, if you're too dead for calisthenics, you're too dead for pay. Next. Wait a minute. Hold it. I got to have that money, Frank. It's not like I can work someplace else. I mean, there's not another army across the street looking for help. Next. Don't do this, Frank. So, being dead isn't as much fun as you thought it'd be, huh? Watch it, Frank. They couldn't court-martial a dead man for breaking every smirk in your face. Let me go! Let me go! That money, Frank. No, never, never. Nobody! Let me, Frank. Nearly to your boots. Stop it. You're hurting me in front of people. Help! Nobody's going to help you, Frank. They don't like you, right? No. Right? You're the ten most hated men in this camp. Give me the money, 
money or I'll give you 24 carat underwear. Oh, I'm sorry. Here. Leave him! Punch him in the throat! Punch him in the throat! We go. I will not take my death lying down, Frank. All right, you can find MASH 4077 all over the internet. You can find us at Facebook, www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow me at Hawkeye Mids. You can find me, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy. And I am at Tales Podcast. And we have a website and you can find that at www.mash4077podcast.com. We have a blog. You can find that at www.mash4077podcast.blogspot.com. And if you ever find yourself wanting to give us an email, you can send those to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. Why not come along and spend some of your hard-earned money at our MASH online store? And that's at www.zazzle.com slash mash4077podcast. And you can hear the MASH 4077 podcast on Stitcher Smart Radio. Stitcher allows you to listen to your favorite shows directly from your smart devices, on demand and on the go. Don't have Stitcher? Download it for free today at stitcher.com or in your app store and search for MASH 4077 podcast. All right, so again, a ho-hum kind of episode. No. Not uh, not our favorite, but definitely not, you know, by far not the worst. No. Um, yeah, very cool. Well, I'm Kenny. Uh, I'm Mitch. And I'm Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. And we'll be seeing ya. <laughs> Quit crying, Dad. It's okay. Really? I needed a new set of clubs anyway. Let... No, I'm still dead as far as the Army is concerned, but they're working on it. Listen, Dad, can I ask a favor? You think you can start sending me my allowance again? Well, just for a little while. I'll let you know how much. What? It's good to hear your voice, too. It's good to hear your voice, too. What else is new? How's Orville's pitching? <laughs> You're kidding! A no-hitter? And everybody said Orville was all thumbs. What else? <laughs> she did? Well, tell her I said hello. Dad? That was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the newcomers podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the newcomer's podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. 
My name is Al. And I'm Joyce. And we're, we're huge, huge Disneyland, Disneyland fans. fans. In fact, we love the Disneyland Resort so much, we host a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on earth to share that passion with others. That's right. On our show, Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast, we share current resort news, some tips and tricks we've learned over the years to help make your Disneyland Resort vacation the most magical experience ever. We uncover little-known and often-overlooked gems we like to call hidden treasures and even review the attractions and places to eat that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun. And if that wasn't enough, we even share some video episodes to help keep you in that Disney magic state of mind. If you're a longtime fan of the Disneyland Resort or you've just recently discovered the magic, this podcast is for you. You can find Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast at www. Talescast.com and in iTunes. And remember, make, make it, it a, a Mickey, Mickey day. day. Hey there, MASH fans, this is Meds. Now, as you know, both myself, Al, and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and mine is called Waffle on Podcast, and we talk about classic television programs and films from around the world. So if you think that's your cup of tea, or cup of coffee, whichever you like, then come over to iTunes and type in Waffle on Podcast. Or, of course, you can go to our main site, which is at Podbean. So just type in waffleon.podbean.com. We would be honoured if you join us. So Ghost Infected Frank. He passed it on to the other guys, and I got it from his corpse. Right. Hello, Echo. How are you feeling? Did I fall asleep? For a little while. Previously on Heroes. You had to go and be the detective, didn't you, Matt? I'm not an aggressive person, but... Ugh, man, there's just way too much on all these channels. But only in-game. Everybody lives, Rose. Just this one! In your dreams, Matloaf! Bite my shiny metal hat. Sometimes I get, I get vision. Walter, what are you doing? What you learn? I wish there was some way to find out what's really worth watching. There is. What? Who? What was that? Tuning into Sci-Fi TV is the viewer's guide to genre television. Where is that coming from? With its spoiler-free quick reviews and water cooler and the spoiler-filled in-depth back porch discussions, Tuning Into Sci-Fi TV is the only resource fans need to know what's on, what's good, and what's coming soon in science fiction and fantasy television. How did you get into my house? Join Kevin, Wendy, and Brent each week for the latest in genre television. I'm calling the police. Uh, you can find Tuning Into Sci-Fi TV at TuningIntoSciFiTV.com. No, seriously. How did you get into my house? MASH 4077 Podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0, United States license. All rights reserved. Uh, guest stars in this episode, Richard Massa returns as Lieutenant... No, he doesn't return. No, oh, I said that for... <laughs> Richard Massa return... No... <laughs> This type of can was not generally used until 1970s. Mm. Until the night. I'm oh, sorry. This.